Welcome to the Writer's Block. I'm your host, Jennifer Harris, indie author and blogger based here in St. Louis, Missouri. Here on the Writer's Block, we talk shop, have genre discussions, talk about writing strategies with the goal to encourage and uplift. The goal is always to keep you writing. The Writer's Block serves as a platform for indie authors and St. Louis local writers to keep you hip to what they're up to. Grab your pen and paper. We're about to circle the block. This is your girl, Jen Harris, one for yet again still with the season finale. Can you believe it? Of the writer's block. Season one has been excellent. I personally want to give a shout out to every writer, every editor that came on the show for this first season that bared with us through through technical difficulties and uploading and just the shenanigans that goes along with uh, building a platform and actually having a nine to five and other social constraints that go along with that. I thank each and every last one of them for coming on and pushing their book and dropping knowledge and just being able to add to the rule that is the writer's block. First and foremost, I want to give a special shout out to Adrian Horn, who runs I Am Editing Inc. Uh, out of Miami, Florida, who is actually doing great work down there. I invite you all to check out her work. She does all types of editing and she also does dissertation editing as well. So for those of you who are who are on the track toward grad school, it would be amazing to connect with her and be able to pull from her professional well. I want to send a special thanks to Sintel Smith, who came on the show to talk about his book, Call Numbers. Thank him so much for that. I thank the lovely and dynamic and incredibly brilliant Chanel Hardy of Hardy Publications, who came on the show, and we talked, and she dropped knowledge. And special shouts for her for making space for our LGBTQ brethren, especially our black trans women sisters for her book, Fernando. So I look forward to all the dope stuff that Chanel is going to do in the coming, in the coming months and years. But the coolest thing I want to remind you all is that we are going to be on hiatus from now which is november the 7th until about december the 6th so there will be no shows after this one until december but never fret we have everything still uploaded where and it is still accessible wherever you get your podcast and if we weren't able to get to your book or your favorite author this first season trust and believe we got things that are still cooking for season two so feel free while we're on hiatus to contact our lovely admin who is the dynamic Clarissa Dyson at circle the writer's block at gmail.com. All that information will be in the show notes. So with all that housekeeping done, let's get into it.
the thing that I want to leave you all with as season one comes to a close is this idea of writing stamina. I want you all to begin to take your writing journeys seriously. I want you to be able to find solace in that which you love to do. Now, for me, I made, I've made this no secret as it relates to my own writing processes and journeys and even the hangups that I've had. It comes to a point for every writer where you are going to have to make the decision as to whether or not this is what you want to do. And that's not to say that you don't have the talent to do it or the fortitude to do it or even the desire to do it. What I mean by that is you're going to have to take into account what it would mean to make this sustainable. Not even profitable just yet, but sustainable. Um, as I've done so many times over the course of this first season, uh, I'm going to quote Stephen King. Uh, one of the things that I, I love about Stephen King is that he has some of the most apt writing quotes I've ever come across, aside from Audre Lorde and Toni Morrison. What he says is, uh, one, my favorite is, you cannot come, do not come lightly or soft to the blank page. That's one. The second is, the scariest part is, the scariest part is right before you begin. Now, with that being done and said, I also want to remind you of the writing quote by the dynamic Nora Roberts. She says that you cannot edit a blank page. Now, with all those things being done, said, and weighed, I really want you to remember what it is that you want to do. If writing is not your forte, you should not pick up the pen. You just should not. Because writing, for some of us, is a very demanding mistress. It is the most demanding lever you will ever have. It will always need more of you. And you will always need more of it. There's no, there's no getting around that. If you found a work that you truly are giving life, energy, and passion to, it's going to call to you while you sleep. You're going to dream about it. You're, there are going to be things that remind you of it in day-to-day life. Writing is one of the most demanding things I have ever, ever done. And I would have it no other way. But in that, you are going to have to determine how to weave writing into your day-to-day life. Or if you want to weave it into your day-to-day life. Because there are certain things about, about this that are always going to cause a problem. What does that mean? It means that you're going to have to find your own work-life creative balance. For Stephen King, he write, he still, at last count, still does at least 2,000 words a day. 2,000 words a day. That equates roundabout, roughly, to about 10 pages every day. Every day. That's a, that's a hell of a clip, and he's 70 now. So that is what ha- he has determined works best for him. I know that for Anne Rice, she'll go through, once she uh, comes out of the world that she's created from whatever book she's writing with or can, or has finished writing, she will just unplug for a few months. She, you know, she won't write at all or she may write, write very minimally. But in the course of her actually writing something, she actually will write the number of pages that she wrote 
not words that she wrote, the number of pages that she wrote on a calendar in her office. And in her little office in her house, she says she has a desk, you know, her coffee or tea or whatever she's drinking. And um, she has her calendar. So she does five pages one day, seven pages one day, 21 pages another day. She, she logs her progress. That helps her to keep focused. For me, what I love to do when I'm doing a work in progress is that I actually don't mark my pages by day, even though it's a cool idea. What I like to do is I mark also by page or I will construct a feasible goal for myself for that day or for that week. That helps me to keep on track. So what I want to remind you all of is the concept of what I like to call writing stamina. To get through a work in progress, you are going to have to develop some sort of pattern of discipline to finish that which you have started. One of the goals of why the writer's block exists and I have not made, I have not made this a secret, is that I have grown so tired and so irritated and so heartbroken over freelance writers of indie authors who just quit. Now, one of the reasons why I think that um, writers quit is because one, they have no support, second, they have no outlet, and three, they have no tools to help them to continue to write. There's not enough people who are willing to be honest enough about what it is that they do or what needs to be done in regards to being a writer, in regards to being a professional writer, or taking your writing from hobby to from hobby to craft to profession, <clears throat> there's not enough people present to do that. The one of my writing sheroes is Roxanne Gay. Roxanne Gay said that um, you know the more success you garner, the less time you have to write. But also, it was a interview that she gave earlier this month. I forget which podcast that it was on. Uh, but I think you can find it through Luminary, where she speaks about how she still writes every day or tries to write every day. But in the writing every day, she has determined that this is indeed the thing she's always wanted to do. But also the cooler thing that she said was uh, what she tries to do is foster Uh, other black writers in her classes and she said this quote that I thought was quite dynamic she said in regards to uh, mentoring writers and other and especially black writers um, she said she gave the piece of wisdom that writing that writers should have a community that black writers especially should have a community by which they feel accepted and where they can create and be supported and she also said if we don't take care of if we don't take care of them, who will? That is one of the reasons also why the writer's black exists. Um, I am a black writer. Uh, I identify as black, cishet, and woman. I am a mother. I'm a blogger. And uh, I'm a writer first and foremost. Uh, do I believe writers are bloggers? Yes, I do. That is a subject we will venture into after our hiatus branching into season two but the one thing that I will continue to do is make space for those who desire to write and need help 
Uh, those of you who are familiar with my work, you all know that I also do writing mentorship as well. That is going to launch in January. There'll be more information about that in December, again, during season two. But the one thing I want you all to remember is that everybody's writing journey is different. How I do what I do is what has proven to work best for me. And what has proven to work best for me may not be the best thing for you. So you don't have to write how I write in order to be successful. I've chosen what works best for me and I give myself the freedom to augment what it is that I need to do and how I need to do it. So you may write as Anne Rice does where you have your big calendar and do your thing and put your pages on your calendar and that that may work for you and that's amazing. You may do it by words and that's still cool. You may be like Stephen King and just say, I'm going to write this many words and this many pages every day and no matter what. And that may work for you and that's equally as dope. But the one thing that I want to remind you is that there may be times as you write where the words feel like they don't come at all. And you have to write through that. And that sometimes is the hardest thing to do. Because writing, as fun as it can be, as artistic as it is, Sometimes it could be quite dreary because you have these moments in time where you feel that nothing is happening, but you have to write through that. That's the only way that you can combat such a feeling and that weight of feeling as if you just can't get where you need to get to. But you have to keep writing. You develop writing stamina, as I call it, through discipline. There's no other way around it. You get better at writing by writing. There's no secret weapon that will make that will make the writing easier. Uh, James Baldwin says says it this way that in regards to poets and revolutionaries, at first the poet the um, poets and people don't get don't get along real well. However, your the job as the artist, your job as the poet is to do your work. And I love that Baldwin calls it work because that's exactly what it is. Your your job is to do the work. Whatever that is, your job is to do the work. There may be poems that may not see the light of day, but yet and still as you create them, you're still allowing space and time to come together to make whatever that you've created visible to the world that desperately needs to see it. So as you discover the tools that work for you, as you discover the schedules that work for you, keep that in mind that on some instance, on some level, it is work. It's work. And you only get better at this work the more you do it. And the more you do it, the more you may anticipate doing it, the more you may trust yourself with how you want to do it. But nothing will get done if you don't do it. That's the thing about writing. The more you do it, the better you get at it. And sometimes the best thing you could possibly do, even when you think you can't do anything else, is continue to write. But will you be brave enough to do that? That 
mysterious ones, time will tell. But the greatest thing about writing is that you can begin at any time. And also you can stop at any time. And as again, as um, I've quoted her before, Audre Lorde says that there are, there are times and will be times where writers do not write. And it's devastating and heartbreaking because writing is like breathing. But also you have to remember that there is a rhythm to this creative process. And sometimes you have to stir your own waters before the Lord can. Again, using Judeo-Christian terms. But there will be times where you have to move, where you actually have to be able to recognize what, it, what you need to do and the things you have to do don't always coincide. So in needing the space to create and needing the space to develop this discipline, you're going to have to give up one thing in favor of another. Meaning, for a classic case in point, especially in the age by which we live, instead of you being on social media for an hour, write or brainstorm for an hour, it's always going to be a trade-off. Even if you listen to uh, former episodes of this podcast by which deal with tools and tricks and other resources to help you write, do that. Begin to invest in the thing that you want and want to become. Invest in your own outcome. You are your best advocate. You are your best ally. You know your talent far better than I do. And because you are more intimately acquainted with what it is that you'd like to create, you should be the first one to protect it or help it come to pass. But you can do it, beloveds. I believe in you. I believe in every gift, talent, and skill that you have. And I believe that if you truly give honor and merit to what it is you're trying to create and the imagination by which so desires to come, have it come to pass, if you really begin just to believe in yourself just a little bit more, you'll be amazed what you can create. The time has come again for me to leave you to your words, thoughts, and projects. Be encouraged. If you're an indie author that has a book or a project, reach out to us. Let us know what you're up to. Submit that info at admin.thewritersblock, all one word, at gmail.com. Remember, if you can think it up, you can write it down. Come back next week and see us and get ready to circle the block.